This is an Alliance podcast. Welcome to a special episode of the Forty Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. Still talking about this intersection of black culture and soccer, but we got some real shit to talk about tonight. And to join me, we got our girls up here from Shea Butter FC. Hold up, let me fingers right. Pills, Sky, left, right. How, y- how y'all doing? Uh, no days off, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's wild out here. It, it, it definitely is. Um, you know, um, I want to give a quick shout out to TK. Um, Real quick, uh, he uh, he mentioned last week during the um, doing this two up and two down um, about the uh, IATSE uh, strike vote that was coming up. Looks like they uh, they voted to strike as of Monday. And, um, you know, hopefully, okay. uh, you know, all those uh, crew workers on, on these Hollywood sets um, all around the country, y'all get so, uh, get your get your get your money right, get your chicken right, and you know, get what you're. Um, which you for and everything, and um, hopefully uh, that gets done sooner rather than later. Because yeah, you know, that's yeah. you pretty much uh, unless you got other side hustles, that's uh, money coming out of your pocket for a little bit. So just want to uh, make a quick note about that. Um, and while we're on that note, because of course you know we're talking, it's, it's it's about unions, mm-hmm. uh, and um, man. So before I before I dig in too deep, you know, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audio Boom, just make sure you subscribe, like us, and all that stuff. Let's get right up in here and and dig right in because obviously the, the topic that we want to get into this week is the uh, NWSL scandals because it's not just one. There's more, and there's so many. <laughs> and um, you know, if you if you if you listen to us for the past few weeks, we've kind of touched on it um, uh, here and there. So I want to go into like a, a big deep dive here. Um, of course, if you, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you um, have listened to Shea Butter this week because like they they got in this real quick um, over the weekend, and um, yeah. Oh. I, I want to I want to rewind, but at the same time, I want to kind of continue that conversation. So let's just say, like, how how did we end up here? So let's let's rewind a bit. So like, actually, I want to go back to last year. Mm-hmm. So last year, we had the story about uh, Deloitte Hansen, owner of the Utah Royals. Mm-hmm. He gets he gets caught uh, saying some racist shit. He gets called out on it. He gets he gets put out. Utah Royals relocate to uh, Kansas City. Mm. You would you would think it would stop there, but wait, there's more. Um, fast forward to um the uh, beginning of the season. You had incidents with uh, Sarah Gordon. You had incidents with Chris Edmonds. Uh, you had in the middle season. You had an uh, incident with um, with Jessica McDonald. 
all basically tinged with race. And you're like, yeah, for for a lead that's uh, supposed to be on the up and up, shit's looking real sideways. But wait, there's more. <laughs> so, as we've uh, spoken about on the um, podcast more recently, uh, the story came out with um, uh, Kaya McCullough, who uh, was drafted by the Washington Spirit last year, and basically encountered a litany of uh, racial abuse, verbal abuse, just abuse. the whole organization just being whole, totally out of pocket. Um, and then, because of, because of course, there's still more. <laughs> uh, you had the uh, and the uh, article from the Athletic that came out this past Thursday. Which is basically how we got to this point here where, where finally they realized, oh shit, we actually have a problem here. Uh, where the report came from, uh, former coach of the Portland Thorns, North Carolina Courage, uh, Philadelphia Independence, Paul Riley. He engaged in a, I, I don't want to call it, is it, would it, would you really call it a relationship? It's just like, hey, he, he, would, no. he, he had access. Basically, he basically pushed his way into having, having sex with a, a player on his team. Pretty much, you know, because he had that type of mental pressure, coercion. Coercion's a good word. Um, I mean, I've seen, I've heard rape. That's also fair because you can't really consent when you're coerced, but right, I, right. I've, the players themselves, I think, have erred on like saying coercion, sexual yeah. coercion. Um, so I'll stick with that. But yeah, um, it's manipulation in order to obtain whatever he wanted. And coaches yeah. automatically have power in any yeah. situation with a player. Yep. And and mind like this, you know, like that, those are just like the major stories that kind of got there because you still got the situation uh, with Gotham with their GM getting fired over. Violating the anti-harassment policy, you had um, also uh, another a player with the uh, Sky Blue now now Gotham. They basically committed contract fraud, forging player signature to get them traded out the uh, out to uh, Portland. Uh, there's just so so much here, and go go ahead go ahead go ahead. No, yeah, you have that. Um, speaking of formerly Sky Blue and Al Gotham FC, uh, Christy Holly yeah, was formerly Holly. the coach there, was released, was hired by Racing Louisville, and fired for cause, for cause uh, yeah. a month ago, it seems. Like, it was August, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, in yeah, August, yeah. August or September. Yeah, I can't August. even keep track. That's how much it's stuff you've had. And that is, right after and you, you see the rain scarf, obviously, on my door, but, like, even we hired a coach that had been known to be verbally abusive previously uh, to an American player, by the way, and Lindsey Horan, who's been very vocal about Kareem and Speedy the whole time, uh, was still hired by O.L. Reign and then uh, was let go right before they had an away game at Houston. And we found out this week um, from Molly, who also did Kaya McCullough's story uh, in the Washington Post, that in fact he had been verbally abusive and uh, had essentially been under zero tolerance policy. So he had berated the entire team, it seems, and then it was escalated up by the captains, and he was let go immediately, but still was hired in the first place. So, yeah, um, to even have that 
And that's probably not the last of it, if we're going to be honest. Nah, it's probably more stories coming. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Yeah. So, clearly, there's been a lot just in the last 20 months. Yeah. 18 months. Like, it's been a lot. And and we finally reached a point to where this past, uh, was it Monday? Uh, Sunday or Monday, the uh, commissioner of the NWSL, Lisa Baird, uh, stepped down the general counsel oh, of the was, league. That was my Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Friday. Isn't it? Um, the general counsel, Lisa Levine, she stepped down. Because you basically had, had, a, had a culture of where you you basically kicked the can as much as you could. And every time you had people say, raising the alarm saying, you know, hey, there's a problem here. Can we address it? They're like, hey, thanks for the email. We'll get back to you. Nothing happens. Yeah, be blessed. We wish yeah. you well. Thank you all. Get some edible arrangements. <laughs> and it really, it really took, you know, you know, so you know, major players really getting involved and coming through with the receipts, receipts like Alex Morgan that came through with the actual email sent to um, her name was uh, Sinead Fairley. Um, yeah. uh, the email that was sent to her basically, basically saying that this was like dated back in May. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we hear you. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we consider these matters to be done and dusted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, you basically had, had the, 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 the league trying to play it off as though, oh my God, we are stuck. We are stunned. We are. We did not know. This is new. Gasp. <laughs> well, Lisa Baird said that when the when the article hit uh, by Meg Linehan in the in the Athletic on Thursday, in response, while she was still commissioner, she said that one of the first things she said in her statement was she was shocked and that she didn't know, and that is when Alex Morgan on her Twitter said, "Oh, you didn't know," oh, and that's what a call hit somebody. you hit you with one of <laughs> hit you with the one slash three <laughs> both in that joint uh, on the summer jam screen. Uh, for everybody to see and keep in mind that is the with Alex and I'll I'll give props Alex Morgan right like she's put her name on everything since 2015 uh, in regards to this right but like even she in 2015 could get it escalated but couldn't get anything done and in terms of mm-hmm. the packing order of the national team in 2015 Alex is at the top right and, so and, it's and, so and that's intrinsic, a lot it's so intrinsic and cultural that not even your names can get stuff done. Yeah, so that's the clear thing that people need to understand. Like these national team players don't have no power. They got fame, but they ain't got no power. But that, you know what? Because like I was thinking about this before we start recording, um, because what I have kind of uh, processed through the past couple of days, trying to make a uh, sense of of everything, because when it gets laid out to you. In the abundance that that it has, because like I think we listed about a good like six or seven uh, instances just 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 a few minutes ago. And like like I said, it's not just a case of like where it's a, it's an isolated incident. You basically have a a pattern of fuckboy shit and saying like, "Hey, well, like go, go away, be blessed," and you know it's. I am 
I have a hard time just kind of just processing like like how this league has managed to go this long and just be so completely um, dysfunctional. Oh, and, and, and and mind you, like you're, you're like I said, this is a league that as of the last World Cup, they 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 were kind of had their doubts as far as like how much longer this would go unless the, the U.S. women managed to have the win a World Cup. And then you take that momentum and said, hey, we, we got these new TV deals and we're about, about, about to come into some new money. We're about to go get some rims on 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 on. on the, Especially some dubs on the Escalade, like we about to just you know be riding good real quick. We'll be eating good real quick, and all the while you're allowing players to get abused and and basically manipulated at will because you have no CBA in place. You apparently you barely had much of anything resembling a code of conduct until what last year. Not if even that, the harassment policy, yeah. anti-harassment yeah. policy got put in place, that, I think. In the summer. Uh, and that, again, took players um, having conversations, right? So I think I think there's a lot here, right? Like, I think, one, I know we had this conversation before we started recording, right? But the egos of people in charge, right? And the idea that I think if you ask most of those people, and this came out, right, because Lisa Barry just couldn't stop talking. And put out a second statement after she had been, after she had resigned. Um, and essentially hit y'all with the color purple, Miss Millie, I've always been good I to have, you people. I have, I have done so much for this <laughs> and league. And I've done so much for this league in the like two seconds that you've been here, by the way. But, um, and mind you, Lisa Baird before this was also on the U.S. Olympic Committee, particularly during the time of, sorry. Larry, Larry Nasser. Yeah, during the time of Larry Nasser, which Allie Raisman has been more than kind to point out. <laughs> she wanted to make sure y'all knew. Um, and Lisa Bear comes from money, right? Like, she's a wealthy father, right? Like, so she doesn't know. She has no connection to any of her labor force. Um, even though the, a lot of the women that play, or players that play in women's soccer in this country have some affluency to varying degrees. Um, but I say that to say, right, like, you're taught, you're, you're laying out a really good timeline of like, okay, we don't know if the league's going to survive. We have the women national, but women's national team, you know, winning the 2019 World Cup in this momentum. Those people think it's because of them. It's not because of the players. It's not because of, you know, the talent. It's not because of any of that. They assume that the structure, the unfair structure that they've set in place is why all of this is prospering. So why the hell would they change it? You know what well, I mean? Like, it's not. Well, 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 well. Okay, you can. Okay. Well, so here, this is my thought. Uh, okay. So part of how you had the systematic repetitive stuff, and this is where I want people to understand, this is not just stuck in the United States. Oh, not Yeah, because we, we can get that a little, a little bit later, because like, like there was just stuff that came yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Today. There's stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So as the doors of the church have swung open, and we're having <laughs> the whole testimony of all the bullshit that's been happening, you better believe your league probably has the same shit. And I tell you this because in all these stories where you have people say they put their names on something, you have several other people not put their names out there. Because whether they play in the NWSL or they're playing somewhere else, it's the same culture all over the place. Where because there's no legitimate structure to protect players, even if they got a CBA, you still have a mad power imbalance going on that, mm -hmm. yeah, you can report it, but then your ass ain't playing nowhere else. 
and you oops and, accidentally and, and, don't get a place to play. And that's something that you know, given uh, just the uh, the um, some of the internal strife, you got, I guess you could say that I've been privy to. Mm-hmm. It's definitely been made clear that I think just as a whole on um, the NWSL is is as uh, has been able to thrive off a system of abuse. I mean, I think you could say that for essentially yeah. the entire league. Like, like, like y'all said, whether you are a superstar player, or you're a player on the women's national team that, that's getting paid, mind you, directly by U.S. Soccer for their player contract, or just um, you know, if you're down, down there at the, at the bottom of the mm-hmm. of the roster, because uh, a lot of these contracts. Are 32, 32k, and that's including. Is that including the house? And that's a lot. If you have stuff, you have like it's a, like uh, if you didn't read, um, there's an article Courtney had where, like example, mm-hmm. Jasmine Spencer, her first season only made five thousand dollars. Yep, and she got hurt. And like it's funny because like um, one of our past guests, um, uh, Lauren Silver, uh, she was on the show last year, and uh, if you follow her on on the socials, like you'll see that like, like there's really not a great deal of, of a uh, soccer shit on, on her stuff anymore. And, and she said she turned down um, a contract that, that she was offered by Houston this past uh, off season. And she's actually uh, been making more double what she um, uh, was, uh, you know, out here in the open market compared to what um, she would have, if she had just did, kept playing soccer. And it's like, mm-hmm. It's it's funny because like we, uh, we talk about the issues with MLS a lot and like how you know in a lot of cases there's a lot of players who who can't cover the cost of living in all markets. But like here in NWSL, you're basically talking about like it's not like you know Raleigh is an affordable market, but you mm-hmm. still have just Jessica McDonald who's won a World Cup and and still having to work two jobs. Yeah, who's, you know, out, who's allocated, right? Like, yeah. for, two, for two years. So, but, I mean, but it's a it's a thing where I'm talking about. So, because people have this perception of soccer, and this comes back to white supremacy. So, because people have this perception soccer is not popular in the United States, people mm-hmm. then in power can say, oh, it's not marketable. So, right. there's no way to invest and whatever. So, you got to take the cheaper salary. We got to do the allocation. That's part of how even U.S. soccer uses stronghold because they can sit here and say, hey, we gonna allocate. Well, yo, yo, yo. We'll pay yo national team players this contract that they got coerced into. By the way, I don't call that a CBA. It's a fake game. Yeah. It's a fake uh, agreement. Yeah, FAA. And so then you have that happening. So then, if they make that much, then you say you're not on a national team. You can say, well, if you make a third of the contract, that's cool. But we got to help keep the lead afloat. It allows. Owners who can even afford it, they even can afford to pay them legitimate salaries. Oh, yeah, they absolutely. can pay less than what they're valued because there's no CBA in place and nothing to make them have a minimal salary. And then it's all gets pushed back to where you're saying, well, you got to go cheaper because, you know, it's not a popular sport and we can't get We're the trying to survive, trying to keep, keep the lights on. Right. Yeah, and you're able to hold thing. that. Yeah, and you're able to hold that. So part of it too, in terms of reporting, though, again, players tried in in the beginning of the league, right? And I think this is on all the players, but I think some of some of that uh, is on the national team players, right? Like the idea that we have to help keep this league afloat because many of them 
were here at least when the last one folded, if not both folded, right? Like, so the idea that this is the third one and the pressure of like, if this don't work, there's no league. They've been able to hold that over their heads. And I mean that for all right. players, like they've been able to hold that over their heads. And I know Sky talks about this and talked about it on the pod. Like a lot of players lost their career when the last week folded because they had nowhere to right. go. All right. And, and I think that's where um, we kind of find ourselves in a very, precarious uh, position because considering all just the the number of incidents that I think in any other uh, scenario and environment, they'd be like, hey, we need to blow this league up. But because we're on this like league three. Or is this a third? Yeah. um, Like, yeah. I think that people are Concerning and trying to make sure that yeah this one doesn't fail, even though you have so many instances of, of where the league itself has failed the players, and mm-hmm. you're able to abuse their their livelihood, you're able to abuse you know their their love for the game yeah. essentially because you have you have people in place that are that are willingly just manipulating and say like, Hey, if you don't do what I say, uh, you, you could be bitched. If you don't, if you say yeah. something the wrong way, you can get traded. Uh, if you, if you don't hang out with me on, on, on my yacht, uh, during, during the world cup, you know, you might, uh, you might see yourself like, you might see yourself, um, you know, shunned from, from training. Like it, it's, it's shit like that, that in a normal functional professional sports environment that shit would not be possible whatsoever absolutely not and but it's like, I mean, but it's a it's a recurrent thing in women's soccer so let's flash back to the WSL because last year it's crazy to me people didn't get pissed off that in the WSL you had issues at Birmingham City mm-hmm. Arsenal you had shit at Manchester United in yeah. detail where Calvin Heath almost had to retire and then you had a bunch of their players get hurt because Manchester freaking United was not investing in the women's facilities. And so that caused Casey Stoney to leave. And, and so, Casey Stoney, when she did leave, let you know she was threatening to leave before. before right? right. Before like, in their last game, they needed to win yeah. to go to Champions League. And keep in mind, the concept that Arsenal and Manchester United literally were fighting for a Champions League spot because their clubs did not pay money and invest in them. You or not even, not only that, but like you have, right, with all of Liverpool's success, they don't invest in their That's women it. anymore, right? Yeah. Like that was a, that was a league winning squad. Right. It wouldn't and even, even, it wouldn't even, even let them train on, on, uh, on the, on the new, they won't uh, training do facility. And even like, with Tottenham, Tottenham, Alice Moore got hurt and she was like, y'all pasture. gotta fix in a, they were in a cow pasture. She was like, y'all gotta have better training for your women's team. And that transformed right. the team. No matter how many games you played. Right. Like she got hurt playing on the cow pasture. Like the fact that even in the WSL you have to like for you got co- I've never seen no shit like this where you got coaches like we can't have you playing on the little cow pasture and the whatever yeah. the heck because the players might get injured or you know well we'll uh, what's his name Kirk he'll make up shit like the, the was the wind was blowing so they can't play oh. but mm-hmm. but like other than yeah. that you have like fields unusable or it's like that would never happen in a Premier League game. 
You know what I'm saying? No. And we could go down the list in different leagues where this happens. Right. It's, it's like Germany. Lacking... It's France. It's, yeah. it's all of them. I say France I mean, is a little bit better, but yeah. Well, PSG. All the people love PSG because they were like, they weren't investing in their own team. And we know PSG got money. They got Neymar and Mbappe and Messi and probably could go get another three players. Like, their right. team, that's oil money, right? Like, they got money all day. But it's like when you don't value women as humans and you don't value women's sports, you get this perpetual bullshit. That's right. a cyclical. Yeah, yeah. And that, so and, it, and it is worldwide, absolutely. And um, and that's the the weird thing that you know, especially the dynamic with Europe is obviously different, but at the same time, you're talking about like your the names that we that we know in in European football. You have Chelsea, Juventus. PSG, Lyon, mm-hmm. Man United, Arsenal. Like these teams aren't broke. Like you just no. like we could we could go into um Bar- Barcelona. The, 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 the Barcelona dude. dude. <laughs> like if if, if 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 y'all uh, if y'all didn't watch um uh women's champions league today, Woo. I'll tell you like this. Woo, it was sexy, wasn't it? It was beautiful. Woo, Lord. Jesus. Jesus. I don't better. even like Barcelona, but that that is art. You right better there. you better enjoy <laughs> Barcelona while you can, while they still <laughs> while they still got a little bit of money because that, that money's gone. Yeah, that's gone. It's bad. They crossed, they crossed a meter. I was like, God, <laughs> that was beautiful, boy. That was like that was like that was playing. It was like elementary school play versus high school. No, it was like pro versus uh, elementary. That was just taking balls. It was bishop. It was like bishop. Uh, <laughs> what was that football game with the baseball? <laughs> You didn't do that. Why are you oh, doing Bishop that? Bishop yes. <laughs> You call Arsenal Bishop? Damn. No, to, be Why fair, you... to be fair, all the WSL teams Barcelona played have looked like Bishop. Yeah, they look like so that. Yeah, your Chelsea got got like that. Oh, they whooped our ass. Oh, absolutely. 1,000 people. I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's like that. But, uh, sometimes you get your ass whooped. That's the way it works. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, like, so, of course, coming from everything that, uh, that came out last week, um, the decision was made by both the players and in the league, however they want to word that that the the games this past weekend were where they they were suspended. I guess I guess that's the, the appropriate term because yes. I, I guess the idea. Well, at first it sounded real janky as hell, but then you realize that because there's no CBA, you realize that yeah, if, if this game doesn't happen, they don't get that game check, and and that fucks up a lot of people's money. So, and, and they kind of had to. Um, to spin it instead of instead of uh going out there and protesting like they probably wanted to like so I'll I'll, I'll work with that I'll work with it because like so you want to make sure these women are getting paid something even though they should be getting paid a whole shit ton more but hey yeah I but, mean you um, also didn't want them you know arriving at the game and then not playing and then a protest breakout midfield. I mean, they didn't. Yeah, because that's I mean, similar to what happened that, that, in WBA, right? That, yeah, that was yeah. that was the part that I think they that the league trying to avoid. I think they didn't. Yeah. They obviously didn't want that to happen, but at the same time, I said like, if if that happens, then the league can be easily because there's no CBA. The league could be like, oh well, you didn't play the game, so you know, yeah. let me just go ahead and get that check back from you. You know, we'll right. we'll see you at training on Monday. I don't know. I think it depends because in theory, if you run around the field. You played. You played. They, they didn't they say the quality like... had to be good. Like, <laughs> not, they just say you got to play. So once the whistle blows, you played. So 
Um, I know, yeah, like, I feel like the WNBA did something similar. Uh, in the bubble, maybe I don't remember, but um, they, they, they just didn't, didn't play. But of course, they have a CBA, so it's like they they were they protected. Just got updated, yeah, so so um, like you you at least you at least had an option the WNBA and like it, and that that brings me to uh, I think that's the point that I've, I've been that's really been sitting on my mind all weekend is that now that this weekend has passed. And obviously we're still like, we still got like a, a few more weeks of the regular season before we go to the playoffs. Yeah. How the, how the, how the fuck do we do, do they go back? Because you're talking about issues that one have not been fully resolved because you still have, uh, you have a right, you have an open protest right now with Portland supporters against, um, pretty much the, the whole, uh, Portland soccer organization, whether it's, Timbers or thorns. Yeah, right. Uh, you yeah. have, you have a, you had an open letter from the Washington Spirit players that led to Steve Baldwin stepping down as CEO and managing part of the course. Mind you, the whole message this whole time has been to sell the team, not just resign, sell. And then they had, and the players had to send out another statement that I just I'm saw screaming. on social saying, we want Michelle King at running the shop. Cause like, if you if you ever want to have a a, a picture of, of white privilege in, in, in your dictionary, <laughs> I need you to go ser- Google search a picture of Bill and just understand that the sheer <laughs> luck that he ran into because you know he 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 finally got let go at DC United um, was twenty nineteen last mm-hmm. year and and um. He just so happens to just be walking, walking through the park, uh, you know, on lunch break and he gets to call and says, Hey, you want to come over here and work for, um, Washington Spirits? Like, well, I'm not doing anything. Sure. Why not? And then he happens to, he happens to be in place when all this shit happens to fall down. And now he's at the moment, he's basically in charge of the club. Only in America can, can, can this happen. Failing upward boy every day. Well, yeah, that's true. Because I was gonna be like, "Well, Phil, Nel- yeah, Phil Neville, it's Phil Neville, yeah. America, yeah, America." But he, America. But he, but he had a homie in place, so that's that's kind of different. Yeah, it's still it's the still good old boys network. It's still it's the still good old, old boys selling net, net, up, upwards. The, the, the British edition. The British edition. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the good oh, old chops. A, is he a Brit too? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Oh, or, Scott, or Scottish, Holly Scottish. Good. Right? No, oh. Neville, Neville, Neville's English. Like they, 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 all, they, they all, they all came together. I, and thought, I, mean, no, I, thought, I thought Holly was either like uh, North Ireland. Oh, oh, Holly, Holly. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, Holly's from over there. He's over there from somewhere. He's from the well, UK. Okay, he's not British. Is somewhere hiding? But yeah. Is it a British thing? Because you had Paul Riley, you had Richie Burke. It, it's a UK Holly. thing. So not not inherently right. Like one, you have to. Hey, I, don't I don't. I don't want to lay that label on. Yeah, all, I won't be seen like you know, we got we got homies over there. It's all good. It's all good. But that was my point when the rest of the world was like. Oh, look at them over there! I'm like, we certainly uh, let them. We let them cook, we, but they we didn't create the monster. I mean, we we've always had a bad habit of giving um, British coaches, yeah, quote unquote, you know, like yeah. that credibility. Oh, he's got a British accent. You know, he he probably knows soccer. So let's go ahead and give him a job. You know? It's not about it, right? I'm about to say we don't her trust name. Our own time. <laughs> yeah, that's, gonna... <laughs> that's a different episode. We'll deal with that later. Um, but yeah, I think it's that mentality that. 
again, because soccer culture here is so white, one, we defer. And when you say British, it's white British people because Hope Powell ain't got no job, right? So that's one. Well. Um, so that's one. And none of the black British men get jobs. Like, that's not who's coming over. It's white dudes, right? Um, <laughs> but two, you're killing me, Scott. <laughs> um, but, but two, it's this idea because soccer here is so white and affluent and we don't allow access to people who don't have money and particularly black and brown people. Um, you, they have a very fixed idea of what being good at soccer is, right? And they defer to this British model, which is also white, not necessarily the players all the time, right? But everybody who runs something, because how many non-white coaches do you have in the Premier League? Right, that's true. Mm. And then right. the, then, but, then, but then you turn around and get cooked. So then you think you can go run a certain lineup at, Ars- at, at Barcelona, and then you get cooked on up until you put the dynamic pieces into the game. Well, and it's and that's interesting, right? Because I think you have the Premier League right there, and so I think, and and again, British soccer culture is incredibly different, and so, um, like this isn't to talk about them; it's talk about American soccer culture. Yeah. But like again, because it's so so white, you don't really have the concept, and you don't trust what's here, right? Right? Like we have a soccer culture; we have great soccer minds with so- great soccer IQs who can scheme and do tactics. Um, who players can trust, um, but they don't look or sound the way you want them to sound mm-hmm. or look and sound, right? So that eliminates a lot of people and you keep going back to the same well. Part of why these white, these toxic white men get cooked is because you don't teach nobody else how to coach. Right? Yeah. Like you don't invest in that. Like people just started getting licenses and I know some of the players got in there. Like that's how Bev Yanez is the assistant coach um, at Gotham now. Along with Scott Parkinson. She doesn't quite have her license, but she's on that list. I know like Darian Jenkins is on there. I think um there's a few other players of color, but like that's the first time and that just started last year. I think they started mm-hmm. paying for players to do that, right? So mm-hmm. um but you can't tell me there aren't more whole pals. Like get the hell out of here. And she's doing it at Brighton, fam. Brighton. Brighton. I mean Right, but, you, but, you, but you bring up you bring up a good point there. Um, and, and sidebar, you know, TK, how you feeling, man? Yeah, what's up, TK? You're on, you're on mute, man. Oh, I'm well aware. I'm on mute. I was like, that is a horrible segue to an introduction. I know, but I, I just wanted to question you know, people that the people that do see us on YouTube. I'm like, yeah, I just, I just you know, I know. Yeah. I know He's, he did. <laughs> Greg Nathanos snapped uh, for tonight's episode, so I I am here. But um, appreciate you, you know. But yeah, uh, like of course we we talk damn near daily, and I know like some of the things that um that we talked about was just thinking that you know if if Europe ever got their shit together, all these NWSL players without would be gone. But of course you you you. You find out that yeah, it ain't much better over there either. So it's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. And mm-hmm. like that's I feel like that's that's the thing I find most disheartening is that you know, there's for as much with women's soccer that's been progressed in the in the past decade, it's still in large part viewed is operated as not as an afterdog. It's like, you know, 
It's like, hey, if you're here, cool. If you're not, you know, sorry, whatever. You know, like we like like it blew my mind. I think when you guys told me that uh, when uh, Kristen Price and Toby Heath were at Man United last year, I think they were both clocking. You say like six hundred thousand for yeah. a year. And like uh, everybody else, was, so they were make, they were cro- they were clocking well. Thousand, huh? It was like large. No, no, no. I think it was a lot of money. They were making. Well, a lot you of have money. to combine the fact that they were getting allocation money because that was a weird rule. Well, no, 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 no. no. Well, I, 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 I just say I can't reveal shit. They got I will say officially, officially, they were making a couple hundred thousand. Unofficially, and they made they made a lot of money. But I don't think like, it matters. They made they made a lot of money because they were there to actually mentor and stuff, all that too. Mm-hmm. But the issue is most of the players weren't making they were making pennies. Right. Comparatively, and, right? Yeah. And they had and, shitty housing and all that crap. But they also like, come with like a fan base and people who will spend money and all that. Oh yeah, because so. like yeah, Chris Press, she was leading in Jersey, Jersey sales yeah. and, and all that. And that's again pay right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but you you have an, a system that's that's not too much better over there than it is here, and oh yeah, you know, absolutely. And it's like it, it it honestly it makes me appreciate and and honestly respect women's soccer even more because like like I said like for the amount like you're unlike well I think. The comparison between men's women and men's soccer and women's soccer is probably, probably the closest that you could have between counterpart sports than pretty much any probably any yeah. other sport out there. Because you're you're on the same you're on the same size pitch, you're on the mm-hmm. same size ball, you're same amount of time. Same, yeah. All the same position, same everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and yet you're you're basically being told, yeah, you're you're not even third class in this in most cases. You're like you're homeless. You're homeless in most cases, and yes. like you're because because you because ha- you're having the teams pay for your housing and all that stuff, or you're you have a host family and they're yeah. letting you stay there, or you're bunking like like a minor league baseball player. Like it it's it's yeah. stupid as shit, and and. Even with all that, you're talking about like some of the best players in the world. And let me let me point this out to you today, right? Okay. And I caveat it was preseason. Mm-hmm. The team that has hung, and I will Leon beat Barcelona in the ICC, so that's mm-hmm. one. But that's Leon. They're supposed to hang with Barcelona. True. The team that has actually given Barcelona the most fits is the Houston Dash. They are seventh in the table right now in the NWSL. Right. You saw Barcelona today. Yeah. And for the most part, those starters were similar. Um hey. and so that's the ta- but that's the talent I'm talking about. And Houston isn't the most that team. Right. right. It isn't. They got a lot Actually, of good pieces. And Houston should have won that game. But they right. Yeah, they missed a few chances too, right? So and uh, and also Alexia Patelis exists. Like you just there's yeah. not shit you can do about that. But I'm like, tired. We was just tired of seeing it. nonsense. So <laughs> she came on and got that done. But like, do you know what I mean? Like that wasn't hard for them. And quite honestly, if people were like, America does have a soccer culture, particularly in women's soccer, you would know like the style of play that we are most capable of executing gives those teams fits because one, they don't respect it. 
And I can say the same thing of most CONCACAF nations if you invested in them and most South and Comma Bowl nations if you invested in them. Because the way we play soccer is different. And mm-hmm. like they don't train against that. They have no yeah. idea. Like I said today on Twitter, like the the way you give Barcelona fits is if you have speed on your wings and those wingers are good on the ball. Yep. And people like laugh and I ended up being right because Nikita Paris came in and yep. They played a lot better in the second half. And I'm like, but the reason I know that is because most of the Spanish national team is Barcelona players. And they ain't got shit for Kristen Press. Like, she kills me every time. Yeah. It's because speed on the wings, if you're good on the fall, if you put, like, a Mitch Purse out there or something like that, they fuck. Because they can't defend that. That's, right. That defense isn't even, actually that fast. Even in the midfield, if you have a dynamic <laughs> player like Roosevelt, you end up slicing right. through Barcelona. And that's what's wild when I was arguing with people about oh, yeah. the thing with Man City. Man City got whooped by Barcelona in the Champions League last year. In the First second game, in yeah. they almost came back because they started Roosevelt. And she like, gave them all Lavelle and Becky and him. Yeah. Like, it made they, you, you, you bet on speed, which is infuriating about sitting now because they won't. Like, you. Yeah. Well, and and the bunch of. <laughs> Free bunny salmon, but that's uh, a different Please. conversation for a different day. But um, but that's what I mean. Like we, in spite of all of this, right? Like in spite of all of the abuse they endure, all of the lack of power they have, even the star player, players have just been able to start manipulating their way essentially into spots that they want. But they can't make demands. They're not LeBron. They can't be like, I want to go to Lakers, figure it out. They they have no pull, even at the height of their powers, even at the height of their notoriety, right? And so. In spite of all of that, I would say pound for pound, we're certainly tied in terms of talent, right? Like, mm-hmm. so imagine what it looks like if, A, you pay people, and this is a destination spot outside of just this is the United States and people show up to games, even on weekdays. At, at different times, you, you've seen the various U.S. leagues try to be that destination league, but then I think because of their of their perpetual dysfunction, they realize, yeah, you know, you tried yeah. like a, a boatload of Japanese players back back at the beginning of the decade. They said, "Nah," you know. Right. Eventually, they they they, they move on. Somehow, they, they you know they they take care of Marta. I'm surprised that you know for for everything well, and she's Marta done, played overseas for a while, right? Right. Like, he didn't so come she, until she, Orlando she saw, got she, a she, saw, she saw both sides. She's like, "Okay, I, I, I'll I'll take what what's here." But like, and what I will tell you though is this: one, Brazil had their own issues, right? She couldn't go home. So play, many issues, right? She had to make a plea during the World Cup game before they got their shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, two, she's not allocated. Like she's not ours. She's not allocated. There are things Marta right. can say that our players cannot say, right? So that actually br- brings up um, something that uh, while listening to your episode, that I don't know if it just concerns me or like. Or I think, like I said earlier, even the top players don't have much pull because, um, you know, given how long a lot of these incidents have gone on, because like uh, the uh, Sinead uh, Fairley situation with Paul Bradley, I think that, I think that dated back to twenty thirteen. Yeah, and so I don't. I can't assume like how you know how the women's locker room dynamic works, mm-hmm. but I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to at least lightly assume that some people knew 
and and that and as we found out, usually if there's one situation, one place, there's probably a similar situation somewhere else, and another situation going on elsewhere. Like I said, that's how the system, that's how the pattern grows. Yeah. But in the position of you have the majority of the of the U.S. women's national team in in your league, and you have some Canadian national team members in in, in your league. This is a. I think this would have been an opportunity to where, if they had the true power that 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 honestly, I, I think they had the whole time. This is where they could have stepped in and said, like, "Hey, we are this a, a month aside from from the pay issues that we're already trying to work on. You also have this issue too." No, it would never work because it's like think about it. The U.S. Women's National Team has existed for several like twenty something years, right? Mm-hmm. 20, 30 something years. It took them until 2019, 2018 to sue the Federation because the NWSL also falls under U.S. soccer. Right. It's all the whole conglomerate. So who are you arguing? You're already arguing on a national team to validate your humanity to yeah. give you equal pay. They could give two shits about the NWSL. And so um, you're kind of stuck in a system that's still like a power. I've, I've seen this argument and I knew it was coming. Um, so I think one, notoriety and power aren't inherently the same thing. No, it's not the same at all. Um, two, even within the United States women's national team, there are levels, right? Of True. Who True. does what, right? Um, if you go look at the PA right now, right? You can literally Google United States women's national team PA. It lists all of the people positions. They're either voting members or they have a position on the board. Some of those players are no longer allocated. Um, and you, you can see the disparities, right? Like Jessica McDonald's a voting member. Jessica McDonald's not power. Like not, I mean, she's a vote. She's not power. Like not really, right? Um, and nor do I think. Just like, and I'm using her as an example, but like, she's the poster child for NWSL. Like, that is what the, she literally is what the NWSL she, is. She lived it. He's gone right. through she's it. Played for five teams, like all this other stuff. She's had to scratch and claw her way. She's had a completely different road to this thing than anybody else, which actually makes her story fantastic and compelling. Yeah, and also, she does. none of that. That's, that's, been, she that's a big reason right? why she was in the uh, LFG uh, movie. Cause like, yeah, right. like, her situation is. Yeah, right. Um, but I, and I, but I go back to Sky's point and there's a really good article about when the P, the NWSL PA started, right? And that's when now interim commission, uh, interim GM, uh, Averbutch West for Gotham, uh, was the president of the PA, right? When they mm-hmm. started up, there's a good article, uh, about that. And she touches on that and she's like, yeah, one day we'd like to combine. Uh, but she also talks about like the positives of that existing. And at every point in that article, she's like, they have our backs. Like it's not, these players all play together. Like it's not, it's not contentious, right? Like it, it to me, to me, I haven't mm-hmm. heard non national team players be like, fuck them. Now, do some of them maybe feel now, like now if, it's, now it's, if it's somebody that's, that rhymes with, with Marley Toy, then you know it might be a different story. But you know, but there's a different. But that's for a different. 
but that's, that's for a different, different reason. Though. Yeah, that's not a labor thing. Right, right, right. right. Um, I mean, yeah, and that's that's a whole different. That's a white supremacy. Oh my bad. Sorry, my bad. Um, but that's not that doesn't seem to be the dynamic, and ultimately, everybody's in that union, even though they can't quote unquote protest yet right. until December because that's when the collective bargaining agreement's up. And that thing's going to die. Like, it's not, they're not going to renew it. And I don't think they're oh, going to no. renew it separately. I, 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 I can't imagine, you know, just given everything that's happened and, and transpired in the past, just the past two months, let alone mm-hmm. the, the, the last two years that, that we've covered on, uh, earlier in the show. Like, there's no way. And I think that. Uh, the question that I posed earlier, and it still kind of stands, is that how exactly do you go back to playing just just the rest of this season, let alone get to the off season where you can finally negotiate a new CBA and try to hammer down a real constitution as far as like these are the these are rights that players should have no matter what's going on and and uh, and be able to have an avenue of where, if there is some type of abuse, they can re- they can report it um, safely. I know that they're um, they announced that uh, NWSLP and S they were working with a uh, uh, safe sport, I believe. No, and which is, none, none. It, it, y'all like got it wrong too. Y'all got it wrong too on y'all show. Oh, we did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but just having an avenue, like because like this is something that. Sky and I dealt um, dealt with uh, personally with the with a, with a player like like ha- like trying to figure out an avenue where yeah. they can report shit anonymously and 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 not have to worry about retaliation because for those of y'all that right. don't know and yeah that that really don't know like how this game works retaliation is something that is a legal thing in FIFA like they like this yeah. is something that that has happened at all levels of yeah. the game and and it's something that unless you have it on paper that you can't do it believe me it, it is it is it is fair game and that's mm-hmm. something that especially in a nation like ours that that actually likes to use human resources and, and says that, hey right. there's some shit that you, that you just can't do to to fellow em- employees yeah like that's that's something that um uh, you 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 have to put on paper and and because you have Louisville situation, you have the Gotham situation, you have the Washington situation, you have the Portland situation, you have the Seattle situation. That's that's over half the team. Just you say North right there, North Carolina. So six. Oh yeah, it's the the, the 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 league is nine teams, right? So yeah, like no, it's, it's like, ten, and Houston's had stuff in the past too. Like it's. Pretty seven? much touched every team. Yeah. yeah, and that's something that you know. I think, given how abundant it is, it's like it's it's not like it's a case of like where it's just one team. Like you really have to really just say stop. And, I, and this was a point that I made on the on Twitter earlier is that when Lisa Baird first came on as commissioner. Um, it was like February of last year. I'm, of course, given given her existing role on the board with U.S. Soccer and also working with um, with the U.S. Olympic Committee, 
you knew some of the shit that was on the books. And for, um, but at the same time, you see all this momentum that's that's coming. You're getting this TV deal. You're seeing this expansion money starting to come in. You're like, okay, I want this money to come in, but if if I stop things and try to get shit right, it might, it might fuck up that momentum. Mm -hmm. And, and so instead, what you do is like, hey, I, I'm gonna go ahead and just keep pushing this thing off as, as much as I can, and then it finally hit, and then the shit finally hits the fan. You're out of a job, and well, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What? She's never behaved like a commissioner. She's acted like a branding exec. Yeah, because like in, in, in a lot of like, because in soccer, the the idea of commissioner is kind of different because like, like in most cases they have like a chief executive, but um. But like even then, like you're still talking about how um, trying to do right by the league required stopping, and they mm-hmm. didn't want to stop. But and, I don't know. Well, no, 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 no. This is where we talk about like the lack of anti-racism. Yeah, but but in order to fix all that, but, 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 I, but, so, like, so you could still do stuff in tandem. If you're strategic enough. So I see, like I'm saying, I'm saying this from a place that I've witnessed people do this where there's mass chaos happening, but you can strategically move through and do what you need to do at the same time. Because you just need to have quality public relations officials Mm -hmm. that you need to have. And this require, and this is where I could tell Lisa was in over her head. She know what the fuck she, she didn't expect, it's like she got this job, didn't know the hell she was getting into. That's a lie. She knew portions of it, but she didn't think it was going to blow up the way it has blown up. And so if you strategically have, if you have plans for how you deal with all these things and you get people to do fill in the blanks for the stuff that you don't know, you can handle all this stuff. If you have, if you have good delegation and you actually have good people around you and around the league, then yes. Well, yeah, if you don't have Karen, Bob and, um, Johnny and Safe Steel. And Safe Steel. Yes. God. Um, but and also, so. Part of it, too, is in terms of the actual league offices located physically in Chicago, Illinois. Listen, fucking Chicago. They don't have that. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're charging, quote-unquote, league officials with doing this. You don't actually have league officials. Two, the commissioner works on behalf of the mm-hmm. ownership. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like I said on the pod, like one hundred percent, they threw Lisa Baird under the bus. I also have no sympathy. Oh yeah, I, even, um, even if they didn't want, even if they could have saved her, there was no way to save. Her. Like that, that just why, wasn't. Well, yeah, they, there's no trust yeah. there, right? Yeah. Um. The the thing about stopping though is the kind of did right, like COVID stopped everybody. And That's the thing. Like it, it, it stopped everything cold to where. Nothing was getting, and now it now could, could they have used that oppor- used that time as an opportunity to say like, hey, let's actually go work on cleaning some yeah. shit up. Yes, but at the same time, they were like, yeah, we we're not we're not even going outside. They would rather just have a challenge. Well, um, but I mean, something. but they were up there freaking about league money. Like she wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, she I was mean, thinking about how to get sponsorships. How do you get the NWSL on a steady platform so you're not on the the Go 90 or the fucking the YouTube. You don't have the uh the whatever sport team or the local whatever the fuck shooting your shit um in horrible quality. Um mm-hmm. so you had that issue. And some of that stuff's understandable. But again, like I could tell she wasn't a good hard concept of leadership and vision where there was no strategy 
in terms of how no. to move. She's never no, she, been she, in that. She type was of just riding. She was she was riding yeah. away. It was already there, right. and yeah, and the problem with that was again, you're you're not comprehensively dealing with the issues that better one that, that came up while you were commissioner, and then two the ones that were that were already there when when you came in. So like it reached a point to where yeah, like it it became beyond clear that she wasn't the one and 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 now you're probably with an even bigger situation because now that now that I'm not gonna say everything is out there, but let's just say big shit is out there. And the the whole world is watching, right? Like it's right. been everywhere. Right. And that, and that, and that's something that 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 we said would happen when they got this new CBS deal. It was like because yeah. they never had a platform that big before, and so it's going to be more eyes on the project. You you okay? Who cares? My yeah, I'm trying to plug this stuff in, and it's struggling. All right, there we go. <laughs> but um, but uh, but you have you have all these new eyes, and you have a bigger platform, and you realize that yeah, I can't do the same shit that I was doing three years ago. When we were on Lifetime, and yeah, granted, yeah. Lifetime had had very good coverage. Don't don't sleep on shit, but yeah, better camera angles than uh, than WSL does right now. But that's a whole but, conversation. But you're but you're you're not addressing wholesale issue. Oh, take your time over there. Like, <laughs> take your time. <laughs> but um, it wasn't our point, y'all. <laughs> shut up. But um, but you, but you're dealing with a situation where more eyes are on you. And you have to be on your shit. And it's it, like, we should have known from the moment that uh, the Sarah Gordon incident happened. It was like, yeah, and how they handled that situation. It's like, yeah, this might not be it. So yeah. I, I think too, right. It's, it might be a situation of too, too much too soon. And in, in that you didn't anticipate like, like having to lay out an infrastructure to take, all that comes with the influx of money and viewership that was coming. Yeah, On top of that, you set up the Challenge Cup. That was the first sport, team sport in America to come back. Like, right. everyone's watching, and it's women's, and it's a woman's sport, right? So they're going to be extra critical. Um, And so the biggest pressure is to simply pull it off, right? Right. What, what got them was the Challenge Cup happened. Right when George Floyd happened. And having to navigate all of the social stuff. So as a sport, you're the one everyone's looking at. You're a woman's sport. So you're already going to be under more scrutiny. You're coming off the back of the 2019 World Cup and the 2020 qualifiers for the Olympics. Nobody knows if the Olympics are happening yet or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you're at a point in the league where you have more black players than you've ever had. Um, and this social watershed moment happens, right? That they cannot predict. Um, And so they've got to figure out how to put this on and deal with their shit that they help perpetuate, by the way. Because yeah, soccer's never like- had its own reckoning with racial justice. And so you have that first game with Portland and North Carolina, who are your two big squads, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, or certainly most successful squads in recent memory. Um, And they you know, they kneel, they do this. The first day is fine, and then shit starts changing, right? Like, has Lindsay knelt since? Like, I'm like, sincerely, right? 
um, you could watch these players change their mind in the middle of a tournament. Um, and those conversations, and now as we move further along, right, we know what was happening behind these scenes, and these players can't go anywhere. Right? Much like the rest of us. Like, we're isolated. Like, we can't go anywhere. And so what I think is interesting, right, you had this moment to pause and maybe fix stuff, but you're also finally putting players in a space where they, for better or worse, cannot escape each other. And so yeah. there's conversations, like to your point about the unions and things like that. That's the first time those national team players and non-national team players have They're been all together, together one, for, in one place, for a, yeah. a prolonged amount of time. And yeah. they can have conversations and be like, it's like when somebody cheat on you and you don't know it. But then you talking to other people who know that, know that scumbag and y'all having conversations and you like, wait a minute. That timeline looks real different when you start having conversations with us. And with that, you could the person that probably in question is right down the hallway. You're like, oh, let me let me let me let me get this uh, information real quick. Right, because Lisa Baird's there too. The league officials are there too, right? Um, A lot of the owners are are there too, right? And you're holding it in Utah, and the first domino to fall is going to be DLH, right? Like it's going to be Delaware Henson. Um, and so they're holding it in. Utah, which ain't really trying to hear about all this George Floyd protest us anyway, because it's Utah. Um, right, so they can't get out of this ultra-conservative space. And it's just, it, it is, and again, hearkening back to, to the whiteness of it all, right? Like, it is the image that you want to present versus what is actually happening. It is mm-hmm. in your first few games kneeling, and then also the image you run more than anything else is Casey Kruger crying because fuck, it's hard to be black. And like she's just done that day. And Casey Kruger don't bother nobody. She's like the quietest person in the world by all accounts, super nice. And she's done. Like she's done. And you're you're showing that image of Julia Ertz holding her right as as don't forget, don't forget the hand. Don't forget the hand. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, but it's real interesting that that's the image you've chosen to represent your league. Mind you, there's a team missing. Yeah, Orlando. Young players COVID. don't know how to act and got COVID and Ash and Allie and Sid and cussed everybody out. Because um, <laughs> they don't know that. Um, so you're already missing a team, right? So you're really hyper aware that you've got to try to make the rest of this succeed. And they get away with it, right? Like it actually ends up being decent football, particularly toward the end. Um, and it, they complete it, right? And you crown a champion. Um, and it's a team nobody expects to win, right? Like, that particular format seems to benefit Houston versus an entire season, right? Um, and so you have these sort of great stories coming out of it. Uh, but meanwhile, these players have talked. Like, that's how you get the Black Women's Players Collective. Because by the end of that tournament, they're like, this league's not going to do anything. We'll do it ourselves. I'm glad you brought them up because um, cause you you mentioned them during your episode. And as of yet, they have yet to comment on any of this. Um, Has anybody asked them? Yes. Yeah, so I'll ask, ask you that. Like, uh, has anyone just said, hey, what are your thoughts? What, like, because get, given everything that's happened, yeah, like this is definitely an uh, an avenue of where one they absolutely need to be involved, 
And I think if this, if, if this is supposed to get any, any better, you know, you, you need, you know, black, Hispanic, Asian, LGBTQ, like, NW cell is hyperly white. And so let's flash back. The black woman's players collective has not been treated like a legitimate entity at all in since its inception. Because I ain't seen Lisa Baird reach out to nothing, acknowledge them well, she, in nothing. She said they did about the rise thing, and I'm like, none of the players seemed like they knew that was coming, right? Like, so it's one of those like the Black Women's Players Collective is like the black student on the college brochure. Wow. Yeah, that you trot out. That you trot out for diversity, but you don't actually do nothing for the black students on your campus. Like I, that's pre- what that I'm, is. I'm pretty sure TK was on the one for Valdosta State. Uh, I. I <laughs> Hey, Dang. my homie was on the one for UD forever. That man graduated like five. Years hey, I was on a brochure before, before that. He was still. On the I was on the brochure, but not undergrad. We got Negroes everywhere. Yeah, Negroes. At, 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 but like still, they don't yes, they got tech? so many Negroes. It's Negro Nation. People, you go there, you're like, that's a lot of Negroes at a PWI. Do they go? Do they go there, or they just no? They go there. No, 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 no. Georgia Tech graduates the most black engineers worldwide. Period. That's. I'll be seeing. I'll be seeing them uh, when I. You you gotta go. You gotta go. Go on the campus, man. Don't do that. Stop playing. They leave. Um. Uh. What's 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 that? What's that field over there by by the pool? Um. That's like. Uh, that, that oh, by the, uh, by the by the by the the campus recreation center. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they be playing soccer and yeah, yeah, shit in the yeah, middle yeah. uh, on I, the rec fields. That's, that's where that's where I see them. That's where I see them. So, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 oh man, I was about to say something. I was about to say the Nubians be out there. <laughs> ah, yes, Nubians is good. Um, but yeah, like that's honestly how I feel. Like even in terms of like fundraising efforts to get their movie made or to be able to supply these camps, and they're trying to make change. They've had to do it themselves. By right? themselves. themselves yes. Like, I got the t-shirt that goes, you know, donate some of that uh, to the Black, Black Women's Players Collective. They've had to do their own work. The league's not supporting them on that because if the league supported the Black Women's Players Collective, that would mean the league was actually doing anti-racist work. And we know that's a whole lot. So, um, as as Black women and non-binary folks tend to do, it's, it's effort, we'll do it ourselves. Like, that's genuinely how that collective got started. Like, it's not deeper than that. It was the summer of 2020. It had been building anyway. The sport is incredibly racist and incredibly white. And they were like, enough. And they were, again, in a space where most of them were in a bubble, right? Not all of them, but even the people that weren't there were on the call. Like, it's not, you know, co- you know, um, and you've heard Caius, you know, speak some about that too, but it's just, mm. even in that, right? And that's the Black Women Players Collective. And there's more Black women than there are Latina women or Native women or, um, or Asian, Asian right? Yep. Like, so it's just, there's no effort whatsoever, right? And you can tell by who they partner with. They partner with Rise. That makes no sense. A joke of an organization. It's a joke, and it's on a year contract. There's no way you're doing DEI. Right. Well, that's how that's how to do players. So you don't get that get that get that one plus one. That's how you so, know it's bullshit. You know. That's how you know yeah. it's bullshit. That's how you know that was like, hey, <laughs> we see you got that problem. Let us come through and do a little trial for you. It's a check. It's a checkbox, right? It's a, it's something you do to say you did it, and you can check it off a list. And so There's then no you sit there. 
or anything and, else. You sit there, you say, we well, we got the we got a rep from the NWSLPA, and we got somebody from the Black Women's Players Corrective, and we had a little meeting, and they agreed. We be yeah, please. Did it sound like Miss Purse knew what was happening? Right. And then you ask the VPs of each, and they're like, we right. never knew about any of that's this. That's Sarah shit. Gordon. And Sarah Gordon was like, I'm sorry, what you talking about? And then they asked the VP <laughs> of the NWSP, uh, NWSLPA, yeah. and she was like, I had no, I didn't, I don't know what you talk about. And so it's like, oh, okay, so we know how that goes. Because I've been in those meetings where you get told, oh, yeah, 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 we want your opinion. Um, and we like, it's a bad idea, y'all. You shouldn't do that shit. And then they go do it. And then they get embarrassed in the news and lose millions of dollars. But that's neither here nor there. I can tell you about that offline. But you have stuff like that happen. But again, but, like, I, I, but I think that speaks back to like, there's nothing. And again, I'm going back to, to Kyle. One, because I want to make sure she gets the due praise that she uh, should be shown. Yeah. Well, yeah like, let's, two, but two, like, I remember even the first time I was on one of these roundtables with her, like, there's no mechanisms in place. They just got an anti-harassment policy this year, right? So even when players were, you know, reporting things, right? Again, Alex Morgan, at the height of her powers, put her name to that report. And all Paul Riley did was get another job, right? Like, it's not... And so, like, yes, again, people are known, but, like, there's no mechanism because the ultimate person is still U.S. soccer, and they run everything. And and that was something that, um, before, like I was on the way home from uh, from work um, today, and for the, for those of y'all who who aren't aware and or not familiar with how U.S. soccer is is linked with uh, NWSL, for many players within. NWSL, U.S. Soccer is paying their salary. And, and so a lot of what's going on, you're, you're basically saying you have U.S. Soccer involved. So it's like, it's a matter of complicitness and be like, Hey, you know, we have a coach out here in, in, in Portland that's, you know, having an, an, an illicit uh, issue with a player. Although, let's just go ahead and just send him over to North Carolina. No big deal. And U.S. Soccer is involved. Uh, Canada Soccer is involved. The mm-hmm. Mexican Federation is involved. Um, like, if you really start following the money, you could really start getting into some real shit. Because, again, you're talking about, like, like federations that, that, are, that are involved and... Could have easily just said like, "Hey, we're we're pulling our money if you don't get your shit right," and they said, "Hey, we are we are shocked and appalled at, at, at what is going on." As if they just knew about this, but on Thursday. See, but these that that's how you get that's how you trip up U.S. Soccer though, because who started the NWL though is U.S. Soccer. Well, yeah. and even then, right, the federations that are shocked and, uh, and appalled, right? Canada got their own stuff, too, because yep. all that abuse, they, they haven't dealt with, uh, what is his name, Bob? Oh, it's a B. It's, it's with a B. But out here has been reported, too, and they didn't, they haven't dealt with it yeah. yet, right? Mexico has severely underfunded their, their women. They just got their first women's coach, and the Mexican Federation was talking about trying to make the women serve the, the punishment for the chant. Did the men oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they don't yeah. value them. Now, I will give it to Mexico. They started Liga and Mekki Feminel in part to build their national team, and it's worked. Um, Hello, Mexico Canada. Women, by the way. 
Hello, Canada, get that done. But um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting because I think Canada's more likely to have a team first to see if it works, and then they'll. But work. right, yeah. Honestly, um, there's been enough shit that's, that's going on just within American soccer. And oh yeah, and U.S. soccer. It's like, at what point is Canada's? What at what point is Canada's going to close? And you know what? We're better off on our own. <laughs> like, cause y'all keep. I mean, I would hope ultimately that's the that's but, the but, deal. I mean, but it, it seems like all these federations got the same mentality. They're not they valuing do. women. That's the issue. Yeah, they do. But I, I I definitely think that you know the more they can do on their own, the better. And hope, but, but hopefully, like I said, like they, they they have to figure out their shit too. Cause like, I, it's not, not like only that. Can- they don't invest in women's soccer either. You couldn't buy a Canadian women's national team jersey and they won the Olympics. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so even if it's not abuse, which again they are not a uh, they're not removed from. They have their own problems, but it's also the investment, right? And for however messy the United States is, comparatively speaking, we've invested the most in women's soccer, and it's still the minimum of thirty-one thousand a year, right? Um, and so other leagues might pay their women more play play pay players in women's soccer. I'm trying to be very more very cognizant about these things, how I how I word things. But to pay those players, they make a lot more, but then you have a like Manchester City, they ain't everybody's hurt right now. But that's one of the few clubs where I can think comparatively, right? Their men and women get relatively the same funding in terms of facilities, nutrition. Though again, this season is a different conversation, um, etc. Maybe them and like Leon, right? Like, and Leon was a he- part of why Leon's successful was because the owner of that team saw it early on, right? Like he saw it at the turn. He saw the '99 World Cup basically, and he was like, okay the money's going to be in women's soccer. Like, he saw it. And so he said, I'll just build a team, right? But, but, but I think what we, what he's, what he went to and, uh, uh, is something that, um, it's a very historical lesson that actually comes back here to the U.S. is, and, um, when the Dodgers moved to L.A., they mm-hmm. realized that they, that, that they couldn't move alone. Mm-hmm. And so they they convinced the uh, Giants to leave Polo Grounds in uh, in New York mm-hmm. and move move to San Francisco. It can never be just one team that says, "Okay, yeah, yeah we're going to do right," and it just yeah, be only true. us. Like you need Absolutely. you need at least one other team that says, "Hey, we're going to do we're going to do this with you." And even if it's not nearly quite as much, at least it's on on a some competitive competitive. Um, Balance to where it ain't always just PSG doing it, uh, winning the league for the, um, for the men. It's like, it, you might have, uh, Leon winning it, like, if, if PSG wins it six times, uh, Leon wins it four. And here you have, on the women's side, you have Leon that's like, I think they won like six championships in a row. It's like, yeah, like seven and eight years or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you, you need another, another team up in there that says, hey, we're going to do right. Just as much as you are, and Barcelona until the money drops, right? For yeah. now, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say for the NWSL, with the arrival of Angel City, who could give two shits about what y'all thought the thought was thinking was logical, and then O.L. Reigns' behavior outside of the Ben City yeah, shit, flagrant. Um, both those teams as a pair, yeah, are trying to change the game in the United States because they see where the money is. They see the money, the choo choo train. They see the choo choo train, the choo choo. 
of the coins and the the chichings and the dollar bills and the billions. See, they're not trying to be thousandaires. They're trying to be billionaires. Yeah. And so because they're trying to approach things differently, you'll see some transformation. Uh, it's just shitty that everything's hitting the fan at the same time, left and right. Um, I don't think there's any other way for this to, for this to happen because there was literally like no other... Yeah. Um, yeah, there was no other way. There, no, there, 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 there's no other mechanism that would have protected the league from everything falling the way it did. And like I so said, we, we talked about it yeah. uh, on your show, Mission and our show. Also want to shout out uh, Diaspora United. They've been talking about it on, on, on their pod. Like, like this shit was due to hit the fans sooner rather than later. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, basically What's everyone it? getting, getting, getting their, getting their, um, Getting the story together. It was like, and a, boom. It was like a flying porta potty. <laughs> right. And it was always coming. And I think, listen, Woso's not that big a world, right? Like, yeah, everybody knew bits and pieces, right? Right. I didn't know. No, and I'm not as connected as some people, but like, I assume, like, I heard bits and pieces of like, Paul Riley might be a little aggressive, like verbally in practices. Yada, yeah. yada. Ain't no way in hell I knew that. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was that was like what? So, some of it is just culture of abuse stuff in general, right? No one talks because they're shame because you are manipulated into thinking you're the only one. Everything in that article was vile, but what struck me was old girl turned down her national team spot because she had it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I, I saw that. Which is great. Um, That's a yeah. level of manipulation that I'm just like, damn. Now, she was young, but like, speaking of Diaspora United, Courtney saw her play in college. She went to UVA, and she's like, That's the best. She was good. I've she seen. was really fucking good. She was so good, and that was her spot. So, yeah. like, the level of control that these men, for the most part, not all, have, like, you had enough power to get somebody to give up a national team spot, which meant money. And exposure, and had she gotten in, she probably would have stayed in the pool. Because it was at a time that we were ble- outside of Holiday or Cheney at the time. Um, we were bleeding midfielders. Like we yeah. didn't, we didn't have that kind of talent in the midfield. So she probably would have still been playing. She probably right? still would have been playing for sure. And and that that part of the article was actually kind of interesting because it definitely seemed like um, uh, Riley had. Uh, his own resentment towards U.S. soccer because oh, he was a bitter bitch. I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> because he was a bitter bitch. Yes, because he was he, he was on the short list to possibly um, to get um, the manager national team, and they uh, I think that's when they went with uh, with uh, Miss Ellis, and um, yeah, and yeah, she uh, she uh, yeah, he he definitely Harvard Harvard that ill and 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 that translated over to. Obviously, yeah. the people around them, and and basically got them to believe that you that you can't be on this team unless I mention the national yeah. team. I'm like, fuck you, I'm I'm getting yeah, on that's this crazy team. Shit. Well, I'm and I like, think yeah. inability to manipulate players. Like I made you right. Like I made you. I made you with these I hands. I made you good. No, you didn't. She was good in college. She was good right. before you ever got it. Your hands on her, right? Like so, I. I I just think it's been such an entrenched culture. And and again, abuse happens everywhere, right? Kelly just got charged. Like, it's not like black and brown people don't have their own cultures of abuse. We absolutely do. 
But I think in the oh, ways yeah. that it's played out in this country and in, in women's soccer in this country, it's incredibly white, right? Like there's this idea of niceness, an idea of performance and appearance and okay. not rocking the boat and and cowtailing to and cowtailing to white men. I don't give a fuck about making white men feel better. Like I don't like I'm yeah. not and not to say like I don't ever have to code switch or maneuver those spaces. Yeah, but fuck current. fuck the opinions of a white dude. But there's no dude. way you're gonna one, he's not gonna go after black and brown players because what I would say that article it's a different also, code. It's a different code. Different code and I think some of what the article also touches on, I think I said this briefly on the podcast, but like one in all of these instances, right? Be it here, the Australia article is interesting. I think there are some Australian players that have spoken up about some inconsistencies there, but I don't want to discredit one story. Um, but even in like the art, you know, the, the stories about Venezuela and the national team and all the horrendous things happening down, down there with their former coach, like, you have homophobia running through those, right? And I, I, I'm pointing that out only to say that's the one way they've been able to other white women in that space, right? That takes away their femininity, right? And so that's clearly what he latches onto. So there's no way a black or brown player is ever going to get that because he don't think they're women anyway, or he doesn't, he doesn't value who they are enough to even go there, right? And two, we ain't giving up a national team spot they don't get them. For who, for what? Like, I'm not, like, <laughs> yeah. like, that's never going to happen and they're never going to think to ask that, right? It's just a different, like you said, it's a different, it's a different dynamic and there wasn't enough critical mass of us to even have those conversations and our violence and our abuse and our stuff is racial, right? Like, our, our womanhood or however you want to define that is intrinsically tied to our race, right? So, you don't see me as a woman. You see me as a black woman. Like, there's no way to separate my blackness from my womanhood, right? Um, and so I think that's part of why that strain also runs through Woso. It's because it others people who other who wouldn't be that otherwise. So that's one. Um, and two, there's a fear of lack of control because clearly a lot of these dudes were using sex, the idea of sex, all of that to manipulate women or to get sex right um and oh my god if you're not attracted to men then that takes away that option for me said predator who who wants that right um yeah and i just think but i i think ultimately right like this particular culture of abuse looks really white and and down to like the white women who enable them right um that isn't us, right? Like, that is Lisa Bear. That is Amanda Duffy, who I cannot believe they put on this committee. I can't believe they put um, her on there. Like, what the fuck? Okay. Like, you don't think she... So either, for that, Amanda Duffy, I think I said this too, either she knew and has no business being on this committee, or she didn't know, which means she's grossly incompetent and unaware and has no business being on this committee. Either way, there's no... That's, way that, that's always the thing that... Um, <laughs> I, you always kind of come to a, to a to a uh, a crossroads on because it's like there's there's so much that happened and it's like are you that ignorant or were you just cool with it and that wow. and that's something that I hope that in the next few weeks and months and going into next year it's 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 beyond obvious that 
so much has to change and so much has to, you know, just improve uh, just to get to the point where we can say this is truly professional, because right now it's just an, an, an environment of abuse posing as as professionalism. Right. And well, it's nowhere near it. It's professional and, and name only is what I would say. And definitely, um, you know, whatever we can do to keep shining the light on on this. And I know obviously with Shea Butter, this is this is y'all's primary focus is make, is giving people that that light in that platform. And, you know, I said it's 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 not our expertise. So I, I, I don't try to figure it as if I'm that that so-called that so-called expert. But at the same time, you know, this is this is beyond deserving of of our support and and, and the awareness, because this shit is absolutely insane. And because no, I, I I mentioned it during the um, before we recorded. Like a lot of this reminds me of back when Beckham first came to MLS, where when he got here and really got a, a really good survey as far as what was going on, he was like, "This is some bullshit," and <laughs> it forced the the league to get better to where it is now. And then, granted, it ain't shit uh, shit near perfect. And and shout out to uh, Amy Aluko, uh, for the words that she put out because her, her immediate suggestions were free agency and eliminating allocation. And I'm like, hello, yeah. MLS. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, definitely every, everybody should have their full rights as a player and yes. not, and, and not be controlled by a team that could basically forge your signature. And say, hey, we're trading you to Portland. Uh, but yeah. Was, I got blue federal crimes. Yeah. I'm the one I'm the other federal crimes. Yeah, you already got a former coach who uh, is under investigation on a federal case for forging visas for coaches and stuff like that. That's so they all forging contracts to trade players? Um, yeah. Like, but that, like, and I imagine again, and that's Nadia Nadine, right? Like, right. So you imagine somebody who doesn't have that name recognition. Right. And, and that's the kind of stuff that obviously need, needs to to be addressed. So again, we can get to a place of where the NWSL is exactly what it is. What they say it is, it's a professional league that houses the best players and treats them like that, and you know allows this league to grow to what we all hope it can be. Especially in these next few years, you have Angel City coming, you have San Diego coming. Um, I believe has Bay Area been, been announced yet? No, but next they year, working probably. on it. They should next, be, they next should be the next, one of the next and teams. Yeah, there, there's there's been a lot of talk about Atlanta coming into the league. Of course, now having all this stuff come out, I now I'm probably like, imagine Arthur Blake getting involved in, in this in this type of shit. That would not go down well. Right. So, oh yeah, he be he would be like he'd get his mob boss, he get his mob crew, and be like, ah, no, 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 no. Yeah, you no, know, I think they'll hold off. I think eventually Atlanta will get a team, but they, I don't think they, they, they will. And but yeah, I could definitely understand like if, if they yeah. even got a whiff of all oh, this, yeah. they were like, nah, we'll we, wait. we we yeah. we we gonna fall back. But uh, I, but hopefully, I agree with you though. I think free agency is the big one because you could do that with. I mean, it would be nice to have a CBA, but like you could do that, right? And I think of all the things, that's what the owners fear because. The power is gone, right? The minute you have free agency, those players can do what they want, right? Right. And they can force where they've never, 
in a in a country and in a sport where they've never had that kind of power, right? And right. keep in mind, like clubs, club soccer, right, in its current iteration for for women's soccer in this country is maybe 20 years old and you've already had two failed leagues, right? Because they didn't get the, they didn't get UWSL until after 99. Well, so I, actually, this, I thought about this. I had epiphany last night. So part of why they've been so hesitant about a CBA and losing control is because of, so let's say Angel City, for example. Angel City gave Kristen Press $700,000 over the course of, will be three years. Yeah. Is it, yeah, make that shit. And of course, as with inflation, the price will go up over the course. Of course. Never price get it completely twisted. <laughs> and so, uh, other teams are like, oh, fuck. Because if you bring in free agency and players can then dictate where the hell they play, that wrestles away the power of the federation. Because the thing about women's soccer, like, never get it fucked up and twisted. Because the lack of investment by nations, you have, in the case of England, you got a lot of fans who are more concerned about their fucking club team than their national team. Everywhere so, else on earth is club over country. Yeah, yeah. So and this is why I'm saying a club it's a triple club, y'all. That's what this a club world cup could make mad fucking money. I could totally see where Angel City, Oa Rain, Leon are all up in the thought process that yo, we can make billions of dollars yeah. if we do this right. And if players were able to get paid correctly, get treated correctly, and then ball out the fucking control. Like, just imagine the American crowd it, showing up to all to a World Cup situation. We got the fashion and, show, people getting fluked out. And it's a solid investment because you do not have to invest as much money to make the money back. Right? Like yep. the sport is young enough where you the investment is less than what you would have to do for men's soccer. Yeah, that, that, that was you know? something I noticed um like in, in the news with uh Steve Baldwin, like yeah, I guess like the suggestion was made for him to sell, and I guess like the evaluation was yeah, five million. million. And I'm like, dude, million. dude. And he was over. He was overcharging. And I'm like, <laughs> but five that's million. That's so cheap, though. In theory, right? Like, exactly, and that's something that I said. Fourteen. Even Tegan McGrady. However you feel about and it, and then he was following the bag. So it was pissing me off with DC. With Washington Spirit in particular, you're a motherfucking DC. You can have that stadium packed out. It should not be no issue to pack out Audi Field if you market correctly and you do it right, particularly because you got Trinity Watman on your fucking team. This is not easy. Only that, but the DMV is a pretty big hotbed. Right. So I, it's, I it's, mean, it's, people, it's could be, people could be swag surfing at the soccer brunch before the fucking game to be up in the situation. Right. Yeah, come, I'm, I'm, I'm available, y'all. Come hire me now. Let, oh. let me get, get you right. Well, but... Right. It, it's minimum investment for ri- for people who have money. It's minimum investment for maximum gain, right? And right. like even the inability to see that, right? Or I even think about like they just had that huge deal in England with Sky Sports show WSL. But I'm like, again, those clubs have money. You think it costs Liverpool a lot of money to invest enough to get their women back to top flight soccer? No, no, it's a, it's like a, it's like a you pay most you pay most of all that in like two weeks. So actually, the, good, the WSL and their Sky Sports deal is a good example because they've had like millions and upon trillions of millions of people watching the games, and it's like they're getting the return on the money already. Right. So, but um, but it's something that, that speaking of uh, of um, deals and everything, I want to give a quick another quick shout out to uh, the Ted Lasso show for signing a new deal with the Premier League uh, for 
basically like having access to their content teams and all that stuff. Um, as they, they might've, they probably spoiled the, the season finale for this week, but Hey, that's okay. Cause mind you, I'm not even invested in, in Ted Lasso for that at this point. I, I got an issue with, with Nate. Nate would have to see me. Nate would just have to I, see me. I keep hearing Nate is wild, but I'm not there yet. Wild I haven't watched, watched the show. Wild and out of control. Like, like, yeah, dude, like, that's, that's, that's a down in itself. But yo, TK. What? I know. It feels like we've been ignoring this episode, but I, I, I gave you a shout out like at first thing, first thing in the episode this, this week, because I wanted to, again, shine light on the, uh, on the strike, uh, that was announced on Monday. Uh, that's one to make sure I, I got, um, um, your thoughts on that. Yeah, man. Um, for those who don't know, can everyone hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, um, IOC is the, um, International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, and we are essentially the people and employees behind your favorite television show, your favorite animation cartoons, favorite um, concerts, those kinds of shows as well. Um, so we're the people who are helping making the movies you like, essentially. And uh, we, we want better hours, um, like working 14-hour days, um, actually, there's a, a, a great interview from Elijah Wood. If you uh, tune into another podcast, uh, Armchair Expert with uh, Dax, uh, Dax Shepard interviews Elijah Wood, and he talks about filming of Lord of the Rings, where they mm-hmm. film 16-hour days. 16-hour days. And that movie was uh, shot consecutively. A lot of people maybe don't realize. It. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Together. That's ridiculous. So it was like a big boom for the economy as well. And, um, it, it's a whole thing. It's wrapped up. Uh, there's still some stuff I even need to look up. But, but it's just crazy. Just imagine working like as the actor. The actor is saying that he's working 16-hour days. So imagine what the crew is going through. Mm-hmm. Like, they're getting paid millions and the, the boom man is not. <laughs> Not at all. The boom man is a the boom man has a to go container to take the craft services food and go home. Yeah, I mean they yeah. don't even. Uh, it, it's, you're describing what it used to be. The last mm. time I worked for Marvel, I we missed lunch date, and I wrote that in my time card. Actually, as a matter of fact, pause. Marvel. Yeah, they do everything. Bajillion dollar Marvel. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. That, that that's the company. This is a time card from Marvel. <laughs> um, I actually had to get my money late. Is it? Um, yeah, it, it was a whole See, debacle. It was a whole debacle. <laughs> um, so as you can probably tell, I voted yes. There's a little bit of my rant. Um, also probably wrapped into my up and down, um, which it was last week as well. But the whole point of this being is that during the pandemic, streaming companies, all rights have been getting paid because what have we all been doing in taking content at home at mm. glorious amounts like my subscription is out of the world right out of you know out of the soil right now so i need to trim the fat on that one personally yeah uh, same yeah. I, I did that just last week matter of fact yeah amazon about to go uh others but um i digress um, yeah, you know, just as, uh, bringing light to just having safe working conditions, you know, people are working throughout this pandemic. I can tell you other countless stories 
of people uh, who my compatriots, you know, who are actually in, in the trenches working these crazy hours. And, you know, I actually I have a nine to five and do this stuff on, um, you know, I step out of the office and go do that kind of stuff. So it's very, very important that we stand up and we show form of solidarity. And then I think it was just a beautiful thing to see all the people who voted. Um, yeah, it was like it was almost almost unanimous, uh, yeah. all things considered. And I know, like in a lot of cases, of course, depending on the show and and the and the demands, uh, in a lot of cases, like the the on screen talent usually tries to tries to you know strike along with them because it's all about because they're part of the actors have yep. their own union as well, and yeah, you know, they try to you know stick together whenever you have these type of work stoppages so you know hopefully you know ev- everyone gets uh gets this resolved sooner rather than later because you know i try to i'm trying to keep doing the poll man i'm trying to i'm trying to you know make sure e's good katie's good you know like i said we got we got to make sure you you, you get paid out these streets man yeah man. Wow. that's that's real and i just and, and 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 note and note the the common theme safe Working, working conditions. conditions and the labor and the labor i think that's what the pandemic has done right like the labor is taking their power back right and i think that's the fear of all the people in power right they can't hire people to work at restaurants anymore because why would you at this point, yeah they're right? tired they're tired of function. Um, and but like even even that strike even you know nwslpa and the united states pa like even everybody like- Everybody's taking their power back. Yeah, even like Uber, Lyft. <laughs> yeah, got like yeah. shortages because they're now what's doing the eats because they're like, I ain't got to get canceled on by people. Like I, I could just went on strike. Like yeah, uh, a couple shit. months ago. Like it's just you can't treat people like that, right? Because the, what what will always work is the labor realizes they're if you don't have the labor, you don't have a you don't have anything, right? right. Not to sound all Marxist, but like no, you don't have weird. anything. That's if exactly in soccer weird. your players don't play, who's, what are you going to show? Who's showing up? They're not coming to see Merritt Paulson. I'm just using an example. Like they're coming they come to up, see. Yeah, no matter, no matter what he tells you, is they're not coming. He might think that. <laughs> well, once I found out who his daddy was, it makes so much sense. Sorry, um, but yeah, like. They're coming to see the talent. Right. Everybody they, watched Barcelona, Ar- Barcelona Arsenal today for the talent. I don't give right. a fuck. Ain't nobody watched to see Jonas and whoever's coaching Barcelona because it don't matter. Like <laughs> it don't matter. It really doesn't matter. It's just like put the put the put the things out. I there. don't know who's coaching them now. I don't know. Um, but do you know what I mean? Like you're going to see the talent. You're going to see the movies because the grips and the boom person and the catering person and the custodial staff makes the movie experience possible. Or the writers make it possible. Or the actors make it possible. Like, Speaking of nobody's right. going to see uh, Eisner from Disney in a film because he's not in it. Name's Bennett and I ain't in it. But, um, Sorry, I didn't mean, mean to bring uh, up the, the scary, no, the scary no, no. people. That was funny that you mentioned it. That was actually the last strike that happened was the um the writers' strike about two mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. But um, th- uh, I really I, I want to try to try to end things light as I can. Um, just uh, just a quick update. Of course, you still got two more weeks left with the 
uh, with this round of the Legend of Culture hoodies with Sadio Mane and Brandon Scurry. Um, they go off sale on this. Actually, no, it's less than two weeks. So they go in on the 16th. Are oh, y'all wearing our hoodies out here? It's still hot as shit. Not everybody is, is in LA, but I, trust me, I hear you with the tank tops and we, we will see about hooking that up. This guy's all about the tank tops. Is that is that Renard shirt still an option? Because that's pretty cool. Oh yeah. Oh you oh you mean this right here? Or oh, you know, yeah. I, I, I had to add the you know do a yeah, little, like, little who's that? Who is that? Yeah. With you or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I do have this available because, like I said, we're. Let me just let me just. I'm I'm going through oh, the list go. right now. <laughs> again, we're, we're announcing the next round for basically like October November. Um. We're going to do one that was supposed to come out this month, but for some reason, the store kept acting stupid. Uh, we're doing Ronaldo Phenomeno. Of course, we gave him a shout out a couple weeks ago for his birthday. Uh, he is com- um, his hoodie is coming out, um, on October 16th. And also, a popular demand, so one that we didn't really, um, uh, release back early in the year, but you know, some people got the got the G fourteen access. We're doing the red version of of Queen Crystal. Yeah, okay. that that Bet one is, is is coming out. Yeah, don't um, need to see that one, fam. <laughs> so um, yeah, get ready for that, that one. one on October sixteenth. Of course, you can still get the Mane and Brian Escuria one at ftcutd.myshopify.com. I said we'll we'll figure something out with Bernard. You, you know, should just, you should start working on that. Uh, yeah. Can we get a short sleeve? You should start. Oh my God. You know, I I keep trying to find some a vendor that that can do um short sleeve hoodies. Cause I, I I want that myself. And Hell yeah! It's 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 a bitch. I'm but find someone in Florida. Yeah. But so what what happened to your boy? Like so yeah, see see if he hook it up. So uh, yeah, okay. like, yeah, we'll definitely um. We'll I'm definitely, gonna um, tell you is. Um, for future reference, and this is me in reckless speculation, um, you might want to start working on that Crystal Dunn uh, Angel City mock-up jersey. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we, we we on we on we've moved on from 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 sign sign Crystal to sign Crystal. Okay, all hey, black everything, all uh, black everything, fam. Let's look, go. Look, trust you better believe. <laughs> Angel City gonna be stacked like a motherfucker. I got season tickets, baby. I'm gonna be oh, in the midfield God. box. Looking and and eating my hot dogs and enjoying the fanfare. How much the hot dogs? It's gonna be free. My hey, my seat comes with free. Oh, you get it. Oh, oh shit. So yeah, yo, yeah, sky's a baller. Yo, man, I was about to be so I'm pissed off. Let me can, can I? My down is I could have been seated in the uh, lower section, but owners and stuff. Hold on, hold on, Let me let me give you this this spotlight real quick. Let me. <laughs> There we go. What, 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 what you got? <laughs> I'm so upset. You see, you're upset. I was trying to be in the the because if you if you've never been to the bank, yes, the bonk. I say the bonk because bonk. it's like the 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 fanciness of the stadium. If you've never mm. been, it's tra- it transforms your life to be sitting in the founder seats, whatever the founder field fucking se- them damn seats. <laughs> and in those seats, you get unlimited drink, you get phenomenal food. And you get to sit in cushy ass seats and watch people kick balls on people's foreheads. Like I was pissed off I couldn't get those seats, and so I'm up in the midfield box. So I'll get the just basic fare. Won't get free drink. I don't be drinking like that no more anyway. But 
Uh, I mean, that's my down. You got any ups? Um. Oh yeah. So I can walk and stuff again. Oh so, shit. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I figured it out. A massage guns changed my life. Oh so, yeah. Those are real. We're walking. Those are real. Yeah. So I'm out here exercising and walking. We gonna go from teddy bear to stallion, y'all. We coming through. We gonna be out here. Be out here. I heard somebody call it thottom. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Or it's gonna be thinner. It's gonna be thotter. <laughs> oh, thotter. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be wa- went thought thought thinner. Thotter. Thottom. the jumps. Thanksgiving. 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 Thoughtsmiss. Ho ho ho. Where you gonna get your ho 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 on? Be the ho ho. Everybody, everybody couldn't have a hot girl summer, so you know. Prefer the cakes. That's what that's what she said. But um. Oh no. Oh. But my other my other now was the Falcons, but I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm now a free said, agent. You know, I said you, you and you and Maddie about to be out. So yeah. No, he he just released a statement. He made it clear, like his wife told y'all, she got the source. Ain't nothing fucking happening. He just made it clear, ain't nothing fucking happening. But anyway, I've moved on. I've moved on to a higher plane. I'm a fan, NFL fan, free agent. See if I don't support a team. If I support from a distance, it's all good. You gonna you be out here, like, uh, Rob Lowe, with the NFL hat on? Just yeah, just NFL. Seriously, TK. So we 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 have neglected this episode, and I, and I definitely do apologize. And uh, so I want to make sure you know you we we, we get you good on on the two two down. What you got, man? Down would be the. Pardon me. Down would be the lawyer of. Um, the three gentlemen who shot, um, or not, I guess they didn't all shoot him out Aubrey, but the, the lawyer for these three guys, the father, son, and the neighbor. Yeah, man. He, uh, fuck that guy, honestly. <laughs> man, it's pretty, it's for real. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Like, I, I was reading the article and it just, like, made me sweltering, made me mad. And I was like, oh, man, I'm actually having, like, some feelings on the inside about it. Basically, they were wanting to have Ahmad Aubrey's mental records released. Oh, yeah, and then the judge yeah. said, nah, chief. <laughs> yeah, the judge denied it. So it was a, it was a big win for the prosecution, but uh, the defense attorney like was saying that he was play used some... And this is the, the thing that they do to, to, blacks, uh, to black people and, and other minorities, is they try to change the language very like <laughs> demonizing words and they said he's plagued by mental illness and there's no way to know if he wasn't escalating and the uh, instigator of this whole incident you know and it's like what the fuck like, like they didn't run up on him and shoot him yeah and it's like more just like pissing on like people of color after they have been murdered in the street for no reason mm-hmm. and yeah so you can imagine why i was a little serious um so that's my down um that one um my up is the percentage of voters who voted in the iotsi strike 
Um, I actually don't have it in front. It's like ninety six percent, something like that. I'm gonna pull it up. No, I, I want to say the exact number because it is a unprecedented thing, and it's I should have had it ready. That's on me, but it, it's in, just glorious. I think it was. Here we go. Loading. Of course, it takes me to. All right. Well, I'll put it in the, the video. When the video <laughs> actually does come out, but the the percentage was is wild, crazy. It's something like ninety eight percent, and then uh, a few people shit. voted. Yeah, it, yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, big. It made you really like have faith in the country. It was like, holy shit! This is how many people voted, and then the amount of people who voted in favor of the strike. So it just um, seeing those numbers really restored my faith and humanity and um yeah i was feeling pretty good about it actually so yeah there's not more really to say on that one um another uh i guess i said kind of that down earlier with um just the, the strike in general i don't want to i guess pancake it but uh yeah i guess maybe i'll just do one up one down um it's been busy been got my head and uh got my head in the sand pit lately so I didn't get to do my normal intro, so I'll put it in the outro. Um, and uh, it was ninety-eight point six eight percent. Yeah, ninety-eight point eight percent voted. Right. Yeah, uh, eighty-nine point six six turnout. Turnout. Yeah. But that, so, but uh, ninety-eight point six eight uh, voted yes. Mm. Bro, Look numbers. at that solidarity. That's beautiful. Those numbers. So, hopefully, we see a change. For those who do want to get involved in uh, film work, hopefully the uh, the ASA is a, is a better thing for us all in the future. So definitely, definitely. I'll leave it at uh, the one out one down. Just keep moving. Cool. I was trying to be darker in the picture. But, yeah. yeah, I know. I appreciate that. You know, I'm a shadow. <laughs> I mean, I'm no, I'm gonna say that one for Michael. What, what you got, souls? Um. Okay, two up, two down. Uh, we'll do downs first. Um, I mean, just the state of women's soccer is pretty much a downer right now. Um, and I think more so because you know more is coming, um, and not for the good. Uh, more things are coming out. Um, and it's necessary, right? I think in order to change things, you have to bring them to light, right? You can only be ashamed of what's in the dark. Um, so I think there's power in telling stories. Um, I'm a little scared for what's coming just in terms of content and, and what's been done to, to players over long, long periods of time. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been hard, right? And I think, most of us, particularly who are women or non-binary or non-men in general, and even men, um, have been in those situations. And I think a lot of people have been triggered um, for very, for any number of reasons. And so it's just been a lot of um, processing. And I think, you know, when you combine that with social media, there's a lot of takes and some of them are wild and some of them are accurate and some of them are some combination thereof. Um, it's just been a lot of like stimulation, overload, and just sadness, and so, and heartbreak it feels like. So, um, I know we have to weather this a, a little longer to see change, but it, it sucks. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, so that's one down. Um, I think the second down, and I, I think I mentioned this on the on the podcast, but it's been a really hard 
two weeks for the black community um, at my place of employment and um, particularly our students. And it's just, um, and it feels like nobody's really talking about it outside of the community. And so um, particularly communities of color um, and that sucks. It doesn't feel like we're supported all that much. And um, it's a lot of performance and lip service, right? And it's been a really big, shift from 2020 when everybody was gung-ho and willing to help and willing to do the work to now when everybody's disappeared now that outside opened back up you know um BLM and, and name only right and so black people stopped mattering when outside opened back up it's it's very interesting um and nothing's really changed um so yeah i think those those things can be um disheartening um but I guess to not end on on a sad note to up. Um, past couple of weekends I've got to be with my friends. I've sang karaoke, I've gone to the farmers market, I've had sister circles, I've done all that sort of stuff. And it's been able to feed feed my soul. I've been to a black art exhibit, like just stuff that's feeding me, um, in the best way. And I think like TK looking for for the hope, right? And and things that make you hopeful. The art was really good just because like those things always inspire me, like watching what human beings can do creatively outside of sports, obviously. Um, just always motivates me, particularly when it's black folk. So um there's that. And then in the same breath as everything's happening, um, I do think this is the reckoning. I said that it's coming and it's here. Um it should be in all ways and we're not there yet. But I think part of the ability to kind of push through the pain is that um, the hope that it, it leads to something better and more stable. And um, yeah, like it, it makes better this sport that Sky and I love and watch and consume and are passionate about and talk about every day. Um, so yeah, at some point we'll just be able to watch the soccer again. Not that, you know, all the other stuff is ever separate from sport, but um, I I long for the day, you know, in a year or two when the biggest focus is the, the sport, right? What's happening on the pitch. Um, and so, yeah, I think all, all of the talent is there. It's just fixing the infrastructure. And um, right now I'm choosing to be hopeful. So um, I think overall this is a good thing um, that, it's that it's coming out. It's a necessary thing, I should say. Yeah, that's a better term. Um, but, um, right now I'm choosing to be hopeful and that might just be because that's all I got to hold on to, but, um, we are hopeful people. If not, we're not an optimistic people, but we are hopeful people. It's the hope that kills you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah, but it's what's also kept us alive in a country that's tried to kill us for 400 plus years. So, so much. So very true. Yeah. Um, so... I want to keep my my down short. Um, uh, first, first and foremost, um, fuck Sage Steele entirely, just entirely, wholly, entirely, and completely. Fuck her and the click she claims. That's what's up. That's <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, fuck up. You know it's. It's amazing to me, like how 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 reckless people get when they when they don't feel like they're on company time, because she was on a podcast with a former 
uh, quarterback, Jay Cutler, and we're just getting talking all kinds outside of her neck and about Obama, about um, getting vaxxed because, you know, she was literally on, on, on the show having just got her, her, um, her vaccine shot because she had to get it or else she was going to lose her job at ESPN and she still wanted to bitch about it. And, and then on top of all that, she, the logic behind it honestly didn't make any kind of sense to me whatsoever. But basically she was like, because uh, President Obama's father was not in his life, uh, that he, she was surprised that he, that he could identify as still identify as black. And I was just like, you really, you really, you really thought that in your head, and nobody, and nobody stopped you, because that some some people some people don't deserve these mics. Uh, that is, it's just as simple as that. But um, silver lining came as of today. Uh, she tested positive for COVID, and I, I I typically don't wish ill will on people, but you know what I I. Can can literally give, you know, two whole fucks, you know, if she gets sick or not. I mean, she'll it, probably it just, be fine because she actually got a damn shot. But yeah, um, the irony. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm like, you know, you, you you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. It's just that simple. But um, but yes, fuck her entirely. Like it, it's amazing to me, given all the good black. Women talent at ESPN that's that's left in the last few years. Uh, Maria Taylor, Kari Champion, Jamel Hill. You know, she tried to get uh, our girl L. Duncan out, out out the frame, and then ESPN caught that shit and said nah, and 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 rightfully gave L a promotion. Now, now doing the six o'clock Sports Center, and said. Uh, uh, Sage, you can you can do noon when nobody watches and they're at work. So, son of a bitch. <laughs> but it's like that. It, it's 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 weird to me, like you know, because obviously because of the political shit, like they they try not to shit too too much on conservative the people with conservative voices. But I'm like, yo, sometimes you just gotta you gotta call that shit out and understand that wrong is wrong, and you know it. It, like her energy's been bad for years now, and but somehow she's still there. While quality voices that fight for women and fight for uh, people of color, you know, try to try to elevate their voices, and, and instead they get pushed out. So they said, you, 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 "I see you, Disney, but you still look hero." So yeah, mm-hmm. um, and um. Second is 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 a lighter down because uh yeah I I gotta say bless his heart to our our, our guy our Meyer who was definitely lived on on that dark liquor behavior dirty herb boy you know <laughs> like I I like you know he he he's he's a former Gator so like I I mean I can only just say bless his heart but I'm like you no know, I, I get it you no know what you should have never gone to Jackson in the first place that's really all I can say because. Clearly, you were stressed. Clearly, you needed to let out some steam, and you were just letting letting the girls just just ride up on you like like it was nothing. They didn't want to act like up. Oh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a good Christian man. I, I should have just left left the left the bar. Nah, bro. Like it happens that way sometimes. 
Pull them in with that sinning is what. Uh, <laughs> hey man, somebody said that's the long play. Like he he can't go to the heart condition no more, so he going to this and he gonna take time to be away from his family. And then uh, I, I, I need, U- USC time, gonna call. You next thing you know, he was like, I'm, I'm taking time away. USC, I'm shocked and appalled by my behavior. <laughs> Let's Trojans. Let's go Trojans. That's then yeah, like a month later. Let's go Trojans. But um, but yeah, man. You know, we 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 hope to land on your feet, uh, uh Herb. Because yeah, I I know it's tough down there in, in Duval. Wait, I, um, thought your, I thought your down was gonna be the situation that happened. Okay, never mind. Oh, oh, oh we. I'll, I'll give a bonus because like we really didn't get that that element of the story in enough shine, but like. Oh, no, no, no. No, I was talking no, about no. yo, yo, Gators. So, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not here for that that, that kind of negativity, but uh, but uh, again, this just want to harp on one last part. Actually, let me let me get my upside the way. Um, uh, first up is uh, Barbados uh, is officially becoming a republic, finally <laughs> declaring its independence from. From uh, the United Kingdom, uh, their uh, their first president um, uh, will be Sandra Mason, black woman, of course. Okay. And um, yeah, I believe they they uh, they become independent uh, next month. So you have to have a shout okay. to the Republic of Barbados. Um, and um, last but not least. Um, uh, just a follow up from, from last week when Bradley Bill was talking that nonsense about how you get, um, COVID when you get vaxxed. Uh, you know, he quickly realized, yeah, I, I, I need that. And then also, um, our guy, Andrew Wiggins, who was swore up and down that he wasn't going to get it. Then he realized that the, uh, restrictions in California where you can't you can't go out if you if you uh, if you haven't been back. So he realized he was about to about to lose about fifteen point eight million uh, for the year, mm. and he realized, you know what, I'm gonna go play. You know, for the betterment of of my wallet and my family, I'm gonna go ahead and play. So, mm-hmm. you know, clearly, if you, if you fuck with people's money long enough, like I so said, you saw it with Sage, you saw it with Andrew Wiggins. You know, it's like, yeah. You got, you got to go ahead and get it, you know, and because like it's it doesn't make any sense to be like why would you risk dealing with COVID without without access compared to with it, you know, and but yeah, it's stupid. But um, again, regarding all 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 of this and everything that's going on, the sad part is more is to come. You know, I, I think uh, there's supposed to be a story coming out the next day or so with more allegations and it's not over for, um, for NW. Like there, there's, there's just a lot of shit that they're going to have to eat. And then hopefully for, for their sake, you know, they're, they'll still be in a position where they can still operate going forward. Cause I, I, I'm, I'm sure that nobody wants to start all over again um, with another league. So, you know, somehow, some way, all of this has 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 to get worked out. I know sooner rather than later. You know, hopefully, uh, players' unions um, are able to work out a CBA, and they're able to just just put put paper in 
put paper on the table saying that, hey, we have to treat these players like humans and it, that should be respected. It's just no, there's just no way around it. You know, mm-hmm. like they, they have gone, they have literally gone over a decade, decades, you know, being able to mistreat, uh, essentially the, the greatest women's soccer program out there and, and the players that play in their leagues. Like that's just absolutely wild to me. And yeah. it's, it is, it definitely is a reckoning and it's something that hopefully if they do right, obviously here they'll be better for it. But hopefully, you know, other nations around the world will, um, will improve as well. Cause like we actually had, didn't even touch on the incidents in, uh, in Venezuela and where else, uh, selves? Uh, Venezuela, I mean, FIFA's investigating Haiti, uh, for sexual assault, uh, allocations, uh, against coach, against coaches for their national team. I think it's their U20s. Um, there's a report out of Australia today. Um, of course, there was a report in 2018, 2019 about Canadians, uh, Canada's, uh, soccer federation. And I think there's been one recently, um, in one of the countries in the, um, African, uh, Federation, so CAF as well. Um, and again, more, more to come. And that's not on top of working conditions and other things, um, and other nations. And I would say, um, politically, obviously we, we, we've discussed, uh, you know, the issues of white supremacy within sport and stuff like that. But two things I would say across the board, um, support unions, vote union and, uh, support, support your local reporters, uh, cause they do the hard work. So, um, Always do those things. <laughs> and yeah, just, um, like I said, it's not over. So just, you know, stay tuned. We might have some more on this, uh, next week. Um, you know, uh, we might have, uh, Sky Seals back on with even more guests. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to, uh, uh, Courtney with, uh, Diaspora United. She was supposed to be on the show this week, but, uh, she had an emergency, you know, hopefully, uh, things are, are able to work quickly with her um and again you know whether it's us here at uh, ftc you know make sure you support Shea butter you support our our fam over uh with antagonist with the alliance you should uh, support um can i kick it uh walking 90 with uh kyle and uh ebony two minutes with uh ellen and moby you know like the like like i said we're we're, we're all you know we're, we're all a family here you know we we've we, we've tried to help each other grow and you know whether it's throwing a uh, subscribe throwing a like you know we try to you know shout out to everybody as much as we can and um again you know support these ladies man because like you know they they definitely they're, they're going through it right now and you know like i said whatever we can do to uh uh, give platform to this because like there's a lot going on it's not it's probably not going to get um easier for a little bit but hopefully it gets better hopefully the the light comes sooner rather than later but um as always you can catch some sources ftc let me see if tk's utd okay cool. <laughs> um hopefully your facebook works by now so we didn't even talk about this about the about the meltdown yesterday. Oh, Hopefully it works by that. That is a blowing up. And a reason that everyone should have their own website. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, because yesterday was, was, and, uh, but yeah, the, hopefully you guys managed to read a book. If you didn't, of course you can, you can, you can of course we, we were chilling on Twitter. So make sure you get us yeah, so. on Twitter, FTC, make sure you get at Shea Butter and SBFC underscore podcast, you know, and oh yeah, the discord. Hit, hit up hit up TK even though he's not on Twitter just make sure you get that invite for him I, I I don't touch that that's that's him but um but yeah but yeah you know, hopefully whatever you do this week make sure it's, it's positive because you know it's, it's 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 been a while in the past few days but you know hopefully we can we can give you guys a little bit of positivity as well as knowledge and hopefully things get better but uh until next week for Sky. Wait, I got up. What? I got the trays. I got the tray young ones. I got both the shoes. If if it ain't the if it ain't the peach trays, I don't want. You already got them? No, no, no. They're they'll be delivered tomorrow. I got the icy, and then I got the ca- the cotton candy. I'm gonna get the salsa dip. Why you want the peach ones? Okay, whatever. That's a peach. Cause they're peach. Yeah. Oh my God. I get it. I'm not in the shoes like that, but that's what's I'm up. not either. I don't know anything that she's ever talking about. I have a whole pair of Jordans. <laughs> I mean, I, I still, I still got the, the, I got, I got the gold airbags. So I got Jordan six back here. Like, like, trust me. Like, I, I'm just waiting for them peach, peach trays. We good. But yes, until next week, you know, for <laughs> for Sky, for Sills, for TK, for Coach, for Mayor. Coaches real, coaches everywhere. Check these ladies. Get get vaxxed. Quit playing in the streets. We'll see y'all soon. And we out. Peace. Mr. Ice Cream Man.